0: Jason's alive. He killed my friend now he's coming to me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I'm Mrs. Warrior, an old friend of the Christies. Jason belongs in hell. You're dreaming the you here. Never come back again. You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday.
1: And we are back. Welcome to another episode of Camp Blood Radio. I am your host Nathan Barker, and joining me tonight is the Drunk Uncle, Kenton Mullins. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, we uh, we missed you last week, but uh, I'm sure as you've seen, I had Craig and Dayday, Day, aka Brian Emenheiser and Joe Gallo, to replace you, and I think it I think it went okay.
0: Yeah, gave it a listen. It was entertaining. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, always had uh, little- fun
0: having those two young buckaroos on such uh, such such nice young
1: men such such uh such a pleasure it is to have them be friends of the show and be able to help you out in the last minute so yes both we, of them you,
0: just you know young dumb and full of ideas oh yeah absolutely they uh they're quite the characters uh, to say the least so
1: we are coming to you live and in living color from self quarantine because of all this chinese flu pandemic chaos which which really is nothing new to me anyway, because I hate dealing with all the idiots out in public under normal circumstances. So I pretty much welcome being told to stay inside.
0: Yeah. Uh, my life hasn't really changed that much uh, in the midst of all this. I was already uh, antisocial before and, and not, I mean, aside from maybe buying a little ammunition and, and building a new rifle and stocking up on food, uh, everything's pretty much the same here at the Mullins household.
1: I have not built
0: any rifles for a while and I
1: have not purchased any more ammunition. I have, I have enough for right now. I didn't think I needed to purchase any more, but I just, uh, now I have an excuse to be antisocial, uh, which now it's okay
0: to be because you're supposed to stay away. Right. So. Yeah. Now, now you can say no to the party and not look like a, a dickhead.
1: Yeah, exactly. So like I said, I totally welcomed it. And I don't want to get the Chinese clap. I don't want anything to do with that.
0: No, no. And, and well i guess that's different than the one i caught in 2003 but uh, yeah what you're referring to i don't want to get that
1: no no I, I have ptsd from doctor visits from the early 2000s so i i try to stay away from there so if i see any, anybody coughing or sneezing and or whatever uh, i'm i'm staying as far away from that as i can
0: and and just to clarify you call it the chinese clap because it comes from china china exactly
1: the Chinese flu, I think I originally said. That's what that's what our president, Mr. Donald J. Trump, <laughs> and let me remind you, that's your president too, by the way. He called it the Chinese flu. Yeah,
0: because it's from China. It's from China.
1: It has nothing to do with being <laughs> racist because it's from
0: China. We call Chinese food Chinese food because it, com- it originated in China. Exactly.
1: So we don't just say we're going to the buffet to eat lunch. No, we don't. We say we're going to the Chinese buffet to eat delicious food.
0: Unless you're going to Golden Corral, and then it's just the Buffett. It's just the Buffett. So,
1: yeah, also shout out to Brent Terhune. He was on an episode a while back, comedian. Go check out his his videos on the Chinese flu and uh, spring break and all the stuff that we're kind of dealing with right now. It's some pretty funny shit. I posted one on the show page the other day, and – yeah, so I don't want the Chinese clap. So like I said, I'm I'm good with staying inside. I stayed inside pretty much most of this week. I did have to make a couple trips to the Dollar General, of course. God damn it, they were out of frozen pizza one day and I went into a meltdown. So I All did this like three pretty of them. Exciting. It kinda is, you know. Yeah, it, it really is. I'm having a good time. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean I hit the liquor store, I hit the hit the Dollar General had to hit like three of them to get a frozen pizza. So that was a little bit of an inconvenience, but really that's been my only inconvenience so far during this whole ep- uh, pandemic, uh, chaotic episode that we're experiencing. That and was the extent of, episodes, of your
0: preparations? Yeah. One mm, frozen pizza? Said. You prepare uh, like a fucking, like a college student. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, actually, I, I got more than one.
0: Oh, okay. But, I, you got three in and in a 24 rack of Keystone. No,
1: no, I had plenty of Keystone. I bought a, I bought a shit ton of that the last time I was at Benny's, because it was on sale for 9.99 a 30 pack. So I had, to, I stocked the vehicle up on that. So I had to go back and, of course, get some more LGBTQ vodka.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: With that, I, I ran out of that too. That the original didn't last long that I talked about before. So I had to go restock up on that. I Had to get some frozen pizzas, and other than that, I was pretty much good to go. So that's other than having to go to more than one dollar general. And do like an extra eight miles worth of driving. That was my biggest inconvenience so far this week. Now this week coming, the next week, I should say, I don't really have anything to do. I'm good to go. So we'll see. As long as I stay inside and avoid the Chinese clap, I'll consider it
0: a a, a, uh, a win for me. I bought a handle of of Everclear. Uh, oh, there you go. Well, uh, and and here's what a lot of people don't know: Everclear has many uses. Uh, not just, you, you, not only can you drink it and 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 you know, leave the universe, but, uh, you can also mix it with some, with aloe vera and make your own hand sanitizer. So, uh, so that's pretty that. cool. Yeah. I, uh, I also started my dirt bike with it back in 1996. Yeah. I you see. can run a diesel truck on it. Actually, I believe I read that in in a fictional magazine and, um, it, it's, you, you can burn down houses with it. It's got so many uses Everclear does, but also bought me a little pint of uh Johnny Walker red label And they, uh, what, what was the other thing I bought? Uh, it wasn't Jim beam. Uh, shit. I bought something else, but I can't remember what it was. I don't know. It'll hit me mid episode and then I won't say it. So I'm stocked with the alcohol and, uh, and we're, we're ready for the long haul.
1: Hey, there you go. So speaking of alcohol, this episode for me is powered by mad dog 2020. And I got to tell you this, it was like Christmas for me the other day. I've been looking for mad dog forever. I mean, I'm talking <clears throat> for like 15 years. I have not seen this shit. So every, every liquor store I ever go into, I, I always look. And anyways, my, uh, my usual, um, establishment of choice is the good old Benny's beverage Depot. And, uh, they, they don't have it. They, I mean, they have everything else on the planet, but delicious mad dog. Right. So, Anyways, I'm over at a good friend of mine's house. Shout out to Josh Turner. He was giving me a hand on that Part 7 road sign that I've mentioned a couple times that I've been working on, which is finally finished, by the way. Good and deal. And him and I were were uh sipping back on Grandpa's old cough medicine while we while he was helping me work on that sign. He uh I don't I didn't have a wood router and uh he had the exact type of one that I needed to be able to do the sign correctly, so I went over there. We're throwing some some liquor back, you know, hanging out, shooting the shit. And I mentioned how I couldn't find any, and he's like, "Did you check any of the ghetto gas stations?" And I'm, I'm like, "Oh shit, no, I didn't." And I'm like, "Well, next time I'm meandering around the ghetto, I'll just have to do that." And by golly, he was right. The first ghetto gas station I went into, they had some. Now they didn't have all the flavors, but I scored one of my favorite uh, beverages. Can't talk from the early 2000s that I have not literally drank since about 2004 ish. And as soon as the delicious, delicious nectar that i refer to as the bling bling blue raspberry because it has a little gold chain on the bottle hence probably why it's at the ghetto liquor store but it took me right back to my college days and it was like being in a time machine <clears throat> just flooded with wonderful memories of all the the free love and philandering and partying and oh so many awkward doctor visits from the early 2000s and it just uh it brought back uh, like i said just wonderful memories so while i'm in self and yeah, that's called nostalgia. School, yeah, absolutely. So while I'm in self-quarantine all this week, I'm going to be getting all liquored up and toasting to the early 2000s. I'm just going to say that.
0: Yeah, well, you know what you just said there, that's that's heartwarming and everything, but it also makes me feel um a, a little bad because all of the gas stations around my house have Mad Dog 2020. So oh, you, uh, I don't know what that says yeah. about where I live. <laughs> wow.
1: None of the re- none of the regular liquor stores, like in the regular part of town or the uppity parts of town, they don't sell it. You, I literally, where I live at, I have to go to the ghetto.
0: Yeah, you could buy a Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and Four loco and uh, a a quart of oil uh, in like twelve different establishments within one mile of my house. So, oh, that's that's glorious. I'm I'm jealous. So and lucky you. you, you should you
1: should start drinking some. It's delicious.
0: It also could be though because I live on a, on a campus, and that's a lot of that's a that's a drink of choice for a lot of a lot of fucking frat boys. Oh too, yeah, so that that could be it.
1: And that's why I never associated that particular beverage with the ghetto because to
0: me I associated it with college. And yeah, I yeah, see, Four loco from, was more my college thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're still a young man, so your generation was the four loco clowns oh yeah dog clowns so yeah i do have the college campus fairly close to me but i absolutely hate driving through there because all the hipster fucks walking around and i
0: just yeah they're they're walking past my house all the time it's yeah
1: i can't deal with that the 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 college liquor store that's up there i can't deal with that one i gotta stay away from it so anyways uh, speaking of this part seven sign uh, it was, it's was. it been a labor of love. It's been a long time in the works, and I'm glad to have it finished. I'll post some pictures of it. Some of you have already seen it kind of in stages, but I think it turned out pretty good. Not perfect, but for a, my first attempt, I think I, I did a pretty good job with it. So <clears throat> anyways, I was out in the shop uh, when I was finishing it up, and I was going through some stuff, a little spring cleaning, if you will, and I came across my old Pioneer 6-disc CD player. That I've had since around maybe 1995, roughly, I I, I, maybe 96, 94, somewhere around there, and I have a receiver in the garage, and I've got a a handful of Bose speakers, like you see in a lot of bars, up in the corner of the the ceilings, you know. Yeah. Um, And and I and I can crank it pretty good. I got like six of them out there, I think that a buddy of mine in the, in the bar business gave me. So uh, occasionally I'll listen to the radio with it while I'm out there, but usually I'll play music off my phone <clears> to um, some other Bluetooth speakers that I have out there. So I don't, I don't turn the receiver on and use those speakers very often. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to hook up this CD player and I'm not even going to check to see if there's even anything in it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to hook it up. And I'm just 36 press mafia. Up. Wasn't it? Nope. Nope. So yeah. this thing literally has not been used probably in like, since like 2002, the last time I remember using it, I was in college and it was in 2002, maybe 2003. And then uh, I lived in a, in a house at that time. And that was the last time I remember. I lived in a house at that time in college. And that's the last time I can remember using this CD player. Right. So.
0: Right. Ying Yang twins.
1: No, no. And I'll be damned if there is a CD in there in the first slot. And I'll be damned if that first CD that started bumping was not fifty cent get Richard Die Trying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I fucking hated fifty cent.
1: I mean, I fucking love that album so much. It's gangster as fuck and just full of some prime cuts, right? Uh,
0: so yes. Get I'm Richard. Gonna go ahead,
1: on. I'm gonna go ahead and just say it like it is. I mean, we're just we're dealing with facts here. It's one of the it's one of the best albums of all time.
0: I didn't like Fifty Cent. I never cared for Fifty. I didn't shady. Aftermath G Unit. Oh yeah,
1: you weren't you weren't in, you weren't in the G Unit?
0: No, no, no. Oh, no man, I didn't. Nice. I never. I loved Dre, uh, but I but I couldn't stand Fifty Cent. No, I also liked uh, who was that uh, Royce the Five Nine? That okay. that other guy that that Eminem brought on. I loved Royce the Five Nine, but I just never cared for Fifty Cent. Uh, I just man. I don't know. It seemed like like uh, Family Dollar rap.
1: Really, man, that—that's one of my favorite albums. Period. And you know how we love the early two thousands, and I think that this particular album was like the soundtrack for me for the years two thousand two and two thousand three. I mean, I—I I had that bitch on repeat in the car. I mean, because it did. It—it it, it fucking bombed. Yeah, two thousand two, two
0: thousand three. I was—I was getting down to Yin Yang Twins and Little John and the East Side Boys. Oh, you were the—you uh, were the—you were the Kronk Rap. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. I, what, what what they used to say? White folks get cronk back then. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved me some yin-yang twins. Hey, how you doing, little mama? Let me whisper in here. Oh, yeah. While you're drinking four loco, getting all That's hype. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here, here's a
1: funny story. This wasn't that long ago. Actually, it was like maybe three or four years ago. I'm at the ATM in, in ghetto town, right? Yeah. And, and so the area that I live in, it's not too, like two miles away. A super ghetto but it's two miles. The other way is uh million dollar houses. It's very, it, it crosses over very quickly, if that makes any sense in different uh-huh. areas. So
0: one minute you're times, at a, you're at a, you're at a Barnes and Noble and the next minute you're getting shanked.
1: Yeah. You're, you're yeah. getting shanked. You're getting turned out at the dollar general uh, dumpster for wearing a, a final girl um, crop top. Yeah. yeah. In front of
0: a rim shop. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm talking about with yeah, a, yeah. uh, with a, uh, a Mobile cell phone store across the street too.
0: Yeah, yeah, every yeah. time.
1: So exactly, there I am talking about.
0: Okay. So, anyways,
1: I pull up. I pull up in this ghetto shopping plaza. There's this ATM there. So I pull up at the ATM and I look over and it literally is a T Mobile shop. And there's a whole bunch of fucking people in front of it. And there's this like not a it, it's it's not a mini school bus, but it's kind of it kind of looks like that, but it's all black. I'm like, oh, that's okay. Something's going on over there. And there was a banner, and I couldn't see what it said on it. And uh the middle of the afternoon, the sun's beating down on me. I can't, you know, sun's shining my eyes, I can't see it. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of Gs around. And all kinds of uh, you know, 24 26 inch rims on Caprice, uh, Caprices and Impala's in the parking lot, and you know something's going down, right?
0: Oh yeah, and it's fun, whatever it so, is.
1: Oh yeah, and I can hear I can hear music, like I gotta turn my shit down and I can hear bass. I'm like, okay, so we got, somebody's getting crunk in the parking lot here with maybe, there's no, li- there's not even a liquor store here. So it's like kind of weird what's going on. It's not a concert, but it's just a sea of people. There's a little tent set up in front of this bus. So I'm like, I'm going to drive by there as close as I can. <clears throat> so I kind of drive and I'm driving my Suburban and I'm like, you know, so I fit right in with everybody, all the SUVs there too. And I'll be damned if little John was not making an appearance at this cell, at this uh, cell phone store.
0: No fucking way. I'm not joking. One When bit. was this? I, like four
1: years ago, maybe.
0: Oh my god. I loved little John dude. Yeah.
1: So I'm driving by and I look through and I see the dreads and everything and I see the fucking pimp cup that he's got. He's sitting down like signing autographs and taking pictures with people. And uh I'm like, man, I should I should park and the line was fucking huge. And I'm like, I'm not gonna stand I I don't think I should stand in this line. I just feel like I need to leave.
0: You probably would have looked out of place. Yeah, I oh I did. Was it yeah. your jean shorts? I don't remember what I was wearing.
1: I, was, I probably had on a pair of J's and probably a, uh, a a Friday the 13th shirt of some sort. I don't know.
0: You just got to fucking just, put your hood up, man.
1: Yeah, that's a good guess of what I was wearing. So it was hotter than hell out, and I was just oh, like,
0: okay. yeah. yeah
1: I, I, if I would have known about it, if I could have prepared, maybe if I could have went home and put a vest on and got my Glock, maybe I could have went up there and stood in line.
0: Yeah, you'd have to get strapped first. Yeah, I'd have to get strapped up like a straight
1: jacket <laughs> if I'm going to go up there and play with that crowd. So I thought I was in – Um, better interest for my personal safety to just uh vacate the premises so i did i uh but then i I turned on some little john though for the ride home and uh yeah so that's the i have seen little john in person from a you know fairly close distance so if you're a little john fan that's just a fun little fact there so and he doesn't make music
0: anymore does he i don't know
1: i don't really really pay any attention to him I'm I'm still listening to Dr. Dre the Chronic. I don't have time for a whole lot of uh, Snoop Dogg doggy style, you know. Now I'm jamming out. Get rich or die trying. I'll tell you to, who I
0: was just... real big into there for a long for years was uh, T.I. I, I oh, fucking yeah. love T.I. Man. Yeah,
1: love love some T.I. T.I. was a shit mid two thousands. Man. Oh he was, God, he was the best. Oh yeah, yeah, he was fucking. He was well. He had the album named King for a reason because he was the fucking king at that point in time.
0: Then he went to prison and. Just kind of fell off. Yeah,
1: he's he made some bad decisions on gun charges, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I understand. These motherfuckers carrying around guns, and it's like, have your people do that? Why do Bro, you? Bro, you're a that? multimillionaire. You, right now, you're in prison. <laughs> why? Why do we do? Why do you do that?
0: Come on, so, man.
1: Yeah. So, anyways, uh, there's my white folks get crunk story for you. Um, but yeah, I'll be damned if that was not the first CD that was in there. So I was rocking out a little bit. And speaking of, um, of 2002, I, uh, during my spring cleaning um, that I've been doing, I, I actually found, I didn't even realize I still owned this. I found my college ID from 2002 at Western Illinois University. And Jesus H. Christ, do I look like a giant dildo?
0: 2002. How, old, how much older are you? I was a sophomore in high school in 2002. I, I was 20. No, I was a, yeah, I was a freshman. A freshman or sophomore. I was 20 years old. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. I, gradu- I graduated high school in 2000. And uh, let me guess, you had that spiked up hair, didn't you? I did. I no facial so, hair? Oh, no, no, not at all. So,
1: but here's the funny part is, so the whole, I had, I had spiky hair in the front and the whole top of my head in the very center, like not, not a Mohawk stripe, but like the main middle portion of my head was all slim, shady blonde. Yeah, but just looking not,
0: like you were a backup singer for fucking LFO. I mean, I'm talking. It was it was <laughs>
1: blonde, blonde, but not the sides. The sides were my original color. So, from like you know three inches above my the top of my ear on down was like my normal dark hair color. So it's a really a quite quite the interesting look. And I here's what I think was going on at the time because I don't remember because I was drinking Mad Dog all the time back then in those days. So. I think what happened was I told myself, I'm going to show you frosted tip guys a thing or two, and I'm going to raise the bar. And I'm just going to do the whole top of my head, but leave the sides. So,
0: but I- You're going to raise the bar three inches above your ears.
1: Yeah, I'm going (laughs) to fuck the frosted tips. I'm doing the whole middle of my head.
0: Okay, okay.
1: But as I'm thinking about that now, I don't really recall anyone else ever following suit with my attempt at a fashion trend. So I, I guess, I mean- I, I don't know. I guess I failed at an attempted fashion trend because I don't remember anybody else being like me. So,
0: Yeah, I can imagine you just looked like a guy who was going through some shit.
1: Yeah, well, and... you know, I, had, I will say I had a very strong jawline back then.
0: I, oh, I think it, yeah.
1: It was very, very pronounced. And you know what? Um, I wonder if your guy could, car- could cartoonize that picture, kind of like your profile picture. Now, that would be a good one.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I I know some guys I can, I can have that done for you if you want to.
1: Yeah. It just it totally 100%. As soon as I seen the ID picture, I'm wearing a Florida state football Jersey and I think I had a couple earrings in and my first thought was, I really want to beat the
0: shit out of myself right now. You were probably like stiffler weren't you?
1: Uh, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, when I would get like real lit, and trying to start the revolution, yeah, I would kind of be like that. But it just depended on my level of intoxication, yeah. <laughs> if that makes any sense. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. we did a lot of dumbass shit. I mean, just stupid shit. But, like, not Stifler-related. I mean, I wasn't the – Stifler was like that in just every facet of life. I was just that guy that if you seen me at 2 o'clock in the morning, you were probably going to get Stiflered. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stay away from me after two in the morning. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I guess that's a matter of opinion, but a lot of people were assholes in the early two thousands. It was kind of, that was the thing to do.
0: Yeah. That was, you know, real world and road rules was big. MTV was popping, you know, we had crunk. Stifler was popping. Yeah. It was just like, that was what everybody was, was for whatever reason. That's what we were all trying to do. Right. And that's my age bracket.
1: So you're, you're like four or five years after that you're like you were in the you were in the um in the wake of the Stifflers.
0: yeah american Pie one came out i think when i was in like eighth grade let me see what year that was or maybe Nin- it was even 1998 or 99 was it that <laughs> was it that old yeah, yeah. i no remember way. i
1: was a junior in high school i think when it came out and those guys were like a year you know well they were seniors yeah so.
0: 99 holy shit yeah so i would have fucking been Graduated in 05. So, yeah, I would have been in the 7th, 8th grade when that came out. Shit.
1: Well, you're still the uh, in the Abercrombie group.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Abercrombie was huge. Like, that You were nobody if you didn't have Abercrombie and Fitch. I owned one Abercrombie shirt, and I
1: and did not that, own a pair of sandals from, from uh, American Eagle either. I didn't
0: own anything from there. My whole wardrobe <laughs> was like uh, American Eagle and Abercrombie and Fitch. So. Oh, I, I bet. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and then that fucking awful band—it was LFO that sang that, wasn't it? I, don't and, uh, even... I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh yeah, I don't remember who sang it, but yeah, you're gonna. Oh, that year. reminds me. Speaking of wardrobes, uh, so I got a completely new wardrobe from uh, our good friends at Dixon Flannel. Uh, you did yeah, it came in. I got a couple pairs of shorts, uh, a whole bunch of shirts, like six shirts, a bunch of tanks, two hats, a beanie. Uh I got a shitload of stuff. How did
1: this how did this develop?
0: Uh well, you know, I was like I need a new wardrobe and I got on there and I just clicked and clicked and clicked until I felt like I'd I'd replaced most of my wardrobe and and then I got a big ass box in the mail and it all came in and this shit is this is my new company, man. This is uh I, I'm I'm gonna try to own one of everything that they that they make. I love oh, it. Oh yeah. I love it. I
1: want that murdered out flannel that's black and dark gray. That one's dope as fuck.
0: Uh well I've Nathan from what I you don't really wear hats that I can recall uh that Sometimes. often. Uh but the two hats that I got are probably my two favorite hats I've ever owned. Yeah. They're 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 awesome. But yeah, I got in a whole new wardrobe, all of it, Dixon. I've I got I bought probably like fifty stuff fifty percent of the stuff that they offer. And uh I, I love it all. It all that's, fits that's, great.
1: That's quite the haul. I mean, that's expensive shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was uh it was a <laughs> it was a hefty price tag, but, uh, I mean <laughs> build
1: rifles wearing flannel. I mean, that that's fucking America
0: right there. I mean, Oh, you, did you see the anymore? picture of my new M four?
1: I did. And I, I kind of, I kind of, uh, kind of, you know, winced a little bit because I was, I was like, Ooh, I need another rifle in my life.
0: Oh yeah. That thing is beautiful. And it's fun. It's a little stubby bastard, just like my downstairs mix up and, and, yeah. uh, you're all little, you're
1: used to handling the little guys.
0: Yeah, and that's what I want. I, well, I wanted something for inside the house in case, you know, shit gets really crazy with this whole COVID A D or COVID 19 shit. The, this you whole fucking
1: corona uh uh whatever they want to call it, the um the corolla virus.
0: The corolla vi- yeah, this this yeah. corolla virus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> I wanted something for inside the house because everybody's like, Well, you're not gonna be able to hit shit past hundred meters with that. Uh, and I don't want to. Uh, I want to hit something through the wall or through a door. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Uh, and yep. it's just fun. It's just a fun little rifle. Fun to shoot. You know, absolutely. out on the farm.
1: No, absolutely. I seen it, and I, <clears throat> I sold one a couple of years ago, and I thought, I'll, oh, I'll build another one at some point in time. And I mean, I still have one, but I, I'm used to having multiples, <clears throat> so I need
0: to get back on that. I think, I think
1: you've inspired
0: me to do that in the very near future. Well, good luck doing it at any point within the next two months because the place that I order from Palmetto uh is booked. Like you can't get shit right now. It's all sold out and the shipping times are like four times longer than they normally would be. So I got I got the hook up, my man. No worries on that. Okay. Okay. So all
1: right. So um anyways, uh just a couple nights ago, we've mentioned Mr. Dan Johnson before, drunk Dan, I think is what we're gonna start referring to him as. But Mr. Dan uh, decided to message us. He didn't listen. And what did we say? What time is blackout time? And what time is bedtime for some people? So he was messaging me after 1015 p.m. Not as he was instructed to do. So I uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan, Dan. So anyways, Dan um, made several- very sweet, very sweet young man very nice, very nice young man. Very good, very good intentions. And Dan had started a YouTube channel and wondered what we thought. And we, uh, the drunk uncle here said that he thought it was great and really well made. And that was, yeah, that he was did a good week.
0: job for an amateur. I mean, I like how we threw the, uh, yeah. the kind of VHS look on it. Yeah.
1: So at ten fifty PM, a couple of days ago, Dan decided to start messaging us again. And, um, a couple messages about his YouTube channel, and then he sent a picture of a what looks like some hipster IPA. I don't know, some dark-colored beer. It looks like iced tea, uh, but it's frothy, so it's probably beer. So anyways, he says, um, I'm sure this medicine will implore me to say outrageous things again, but hey, that's more content for the show. I said, absolutely. He said, you guys avoiding the herp? I mean the coronavirus? I said, nope, I'm being extra social. And Dan says, we need John Connor stat. I said, wishful thinking, Dano. Then Dano, so Dano says, D.U. is having an off month. That's why he couldn't do the show last week. He runs around Alabama naked, crying, deprived. Now with the pandemic, he'll get even worse. You know what my response was? Uh, Let's see here. It's Kentucky. Get it right. Yeah.
0: First off, it's Kentucky. And second off, uh, I don't cry, but I mean, everything else is pretty accurate. Just in uh, Kentucky, I, not Alabama. Damn. Yeah, I'm not naked, I, or I'm naked a lot of the time, and and I'm most certainly deprived. So uh, that's that's fair play. Fair play.
1: You know, I think. I mean, him talking about you being naked and him, um, basically um, trying to buy us the other day. I mean, I think <laughs> we're not two dollar I think he might have a thing for you.
0: Just. I don't blame. Look say. at me. I don't blame him. I mean, come on, Dan. I'm like Austin Powers. I got this hairy chest and this beer gut. Ah, oh, fuck yeah. it. I'm like we don't a, brawny a brawny man, only a brownie man that's more kind of kind of hipster. Dan Dan has a man crush on the drunk uncle. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate that a lot yep. because he's probably the only the only listener that does, and I and I'm going to embrace that. So thank you, Dan. <laughs>
1: So Dan goes on to say, "Oh, yeah, Nathan, did you really live on a big piece of land that sounds amazing right now? Please tell me you have beagles. Well, Dan, if you listen to the show, I said, I did not own beagles, so
0: yeah, and then he sent a picture of his fat ass beagle, yeah and, his uh,
1: uh his his little 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 dog he so Dan owns a beagle. He said, "Listen, a Dan, I
0: love you, but you gotta fucking put that thing on some kind of on some kind of diet because it's definitely got the the beagle beaties, yeah,
1: he's got a, he got a little belly on him there, yeah, maybe just maybe just take him for a walk." <laughs> Maybe try that. Uh, anyways, Dan closed out the uh, shenanigans an hour later, saying, "Sorry, four beers in, and I have already said too much yet again. This is the curse of being Dan Johnson. It's like being Batman without any of the solitude."
0: And that was the end. The end of of the saga of Dan. Yeah, for now. For now. For now. So, There'll be others. And my my first
1: or my last thoughts to that were only four beers in. Man, you need that's like that's a that's not even a starter kit.
0: I would I would kill for that level of tolerance. I mean,
1: yeah. I would save a lot of money if that's all it took, Dan. Yeah, that but, would be amazing. Yeah. You uh you wouldn't last very long with us and backpack bears, I'll tell you that, because we got four of them down by the time we get off the elevator. Yeah, but you're more than welcome to join us, Dan. Yes, you are, Dan. Old drunk, Dan. So we appreciate you. But we got I told you, if you write us, you're subject to ridicule so it's and all, he knows
0: that he knows the rules
1: yeah he knows the rules he's been um he's been told so it's all in good fun though we don't we don't mean anything by that but we got to rib you a little bit for it just uh just so you know so and anybody else who does that you're gonna get the same thing so just keep that in mind
0: it's a so, shame that uh that convention season has basically got its dick in the mud now
1: yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they're shut down for the rest of the year.
0: Me neither, because I don't. I think this is just getting started. I, I really yeah. do believe that. Yeah, I mean,
1: the um, if they're saying till what June now, anything up until some date in June.
0: Yeah, and that's, dude. Well, first off, let me. What's the closest uh, case of of COVID that's that's to you, like either distance or time wise? Oh, a uh, few miles. Oh okay. Yeah, we've got uh two, well, at this point about three cases within uh 15 miles of my house. So yeah, it's it's uh, creeping up on our on our on our door on our doorstep and uh like I said, even if they did get a vaccination, you know, tomorrow, it would be uh I think I read like 18 months before it could start being distributed. Yeah. So we're uh, we're just on the on the beginning of this, guys. So you might want to buckle down, make sure your weapons are loaded, and uh, aim for the head. Also, Dan said that we needed John Connor. That is the uh, completely wrong uh, uh, protagonist for this situation. We need Brad Pitt from World War Z. That's that's more fitting for for our Rick Grimes. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. Like I said, if it, if they're saying June, anything that was up until the June or July or whatever, now I wouldn't be surprised if it's just the rest of the year that everything is shut down. That's not going to surprise me one bit. And it wouldn't surprise me if next week we are reporting that everything is shut down for the rest of the year.
0: It wouldn't surprise me at all. And uh, how is this, uh, has this affected, I I know we're not going to go into what you do for a living, but are you currently quarantined? No, I am
1: not. Like I said, I am just uh, by choice abiding by the recommendations. So
0: yeah, my my job is still still got the green light too. I'm still having to go to work while everybody else is chilling. So, yay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't um,
1: I I've had people ask me as far as you know what's going on with this or what's going on with that, and it it's kind of it just seems like it's uh, there's a lot of companies that you would think would be closed or not. So yeah,
0: it kind of seems like nobody's even abiding by the the rules. everything here is just kind of still going on like normal. Right.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of places that are still open that I'm, I'm kind of surprised. So, I mean, it, we'll just have to see, I mean, and it's changing by the day. So, but I'm not, I'm not under um, any, any special circumstances. Um, I can, I can pretty much do what I want pick and choose when I want to come and go. So if they're saying, "Hey, stay home for 2 weeks." Cool. I'll stay home for 2 weeks. I didn't necessarily have to be anywhere anyway. So yeah, so no worries on that. So hopefully you uh your situation doesn't end up jeopardizing um, you know, their people. So
0: Yeah, we're we're kind of just hanging out. Uh, I got I got a 1-year-old. So you know, I'm kind of being a little bit more careful than I would if I was like you and I. you know, I didn't have to worry about bringing it back to the kids. Like, like if you caught it, you'd be fine. Uh, and if I caught it, I'd be fine. So like, it's not that much of a worry. Uh, you know, you'd come home and, and get in bed and lay in bed for a week and probably be fine. But uh, when you worry about bringing it back to the to young kids, uh, you get a little bit more cautious.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. And I don't, <clears throat> I don't have that situation and I don't really care. If it, i mean i'm not i'm not scared by any means i just i don't really have anything i need to do anyway so it doesn't matter if i stay home that makes you been sense. gaming ain't you yeah oh yeah absolutely nothing nothing would change on my end as far as even if i did get it so
0: you gonna buy that new doom no no you see yeah. uh gallo post his he, he got that new doom eternal box set the thing is fucking boss oh i'm sure it is yeah no i'll have to take a look at that i
1: I, I kind of remember playing the one on the old floppy disk back in the day, but other than that that's not anything I've really had any interest in over the years
0: well I hadn't either until I played the one from 2016 a few months back and i and I just devoured that thing in like four days and loved it and it just kind of reignited my 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 love for the for the for those games and then this one came out and i just i'm not gonna buy it because it's gonna it would it would like eat my life up for for a week or so and it's just not worth it
1: I will say, though, that in about a month, I will buy the new Predator.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be
1: in on that one, too. Yes. But other than that, that's about the only thing coming up. That and Last of Us 2, I'll jam out on those two. That's the only thing in the near future that I'm looking forward to
0: as far as that goes. When you're married, uh, gaming has consequences.
1: Not for me. Maybe for you.
0: (laughs) I have to pick and choose wisely what I want to invest my time in.
1: Well, that's because you're you're in that typical situation, and
0: I'm not yeah, yeah, well,
1: I, you can game all you want yeah, I don't have anything else to do, so if that's what I want to do, then so be it. I don't literally have nothing else to do
0: well, so, have uh trying to think of what i've done so so I watched uh I don't know if you've seen it there's a movie called um Fucking Fuck." It's got Jeff Bridges in it. Um, Hell or high water. Nope. Uh, it's about a uh, couple of outlaws robbing banks. Jeff Bridges is a is a is a uh, uh, Texas. Uh, what's the them cops down in Texas? The the, the Rangers. Texas Ranger. Yeah, he's a Texas Ranger trying to catch him. Uh, me describing this movie doesn't make it sound interesting at all, but it's worth a watch. I think you would dig it. I think you would dig it. Uh, what's it on? I might check it out. Uh, you can find it on, uh, I think it's on Hulu, maybe? If not, it's worth a rent. It's worth paying for. It was really good.
1: Okay, yeah, I don't have Hulu anymore. I'll have to <clears throat> see if I can stream it somewhere when I'm, uh, when I'm not busy playing video games. So. Well,
0: I typically don't like the outlaw being chased by the cops kind of movie. It's not my, not really my thing, but this one was fucking, bo- I loved it. It was good. It was really good
1: all right let me make a, a mental note of that so um all right so in in other news we'll keep this moving uh you, you know we love nikki glazer uh since oh, i yeah. discovered her and i don't you don't watch late night shows because you have to go to bed so early and so i know you're not up when conan o'brien's on but uh, nikki nikki glazer was on conan o'brien recently just like a week ago i think
0: oh i bet that was just beautiful and mm-hmm.
1: we would have talked about this, but you were MIA last week. So such a such a lovely young lady she is. And I've been watching the shit out of her show this past week, uh, also. And uh she said something on Conan that just warmed my heart. She really did. She said, bless her heart, she said that it is okay to have a micro penis and that she would be with someone with an inadequate wiener.
0: <laughs> back, no. back
1: and look at it. look at it. I'm she gonna have to that. check yeah. I'm not, I'm not making these things up. Just get on YouTube. You can watch the clip. I'm, I am shit you not. She said that.
0: So there okay. is hope.
1: Yeah, so for all those penis shamers out there, there is hope that you could score a nice young lady like Nikki
0: Glazer. who is single, God, by And my God is... Whew. Just yeah. Google this lady. How nice of her. <laughs> I'm going mean, to have to... I'm going to try to... Do you think... Uh, I'm going to try to pull it up on here, so... And this was on uh Conan. You said it was on
1: Conan. Yep. And you can watch it on, you watch it on your own time, but
0: okay, okay. I shit you not. And we would have talked,
1: I think it was two weeks ago. We would have talked about it last week, but like I said, you, you were gone. So
0: yeah. Yeah. The first thing that comes up, Nikki Glaser doesn't mind a micro penis on YouTube. See, there you go. There it is. got <laughs> going to listen to that after we get done here.
1: And she says a lot of foul shit.
0: So for her to be like, okay with that, then it must be true. Now, if we could just hear the same thing from Sarah Silverman. My life would be complete. Well, I mean, I reckon so. I really want to watch this right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I. It just goes to show that there's hope. There's hope. Yeah,
0: that that warms my heart. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, as
1: soon as I that was the first like part that I watched. I'm like, holy shit. So. Yeah, so big news from Nikki. We love you, uh, appreciate you, and it gives us um, people like Kent and myself who are admittedly in that cate- in that category. It makes us uh, feel like we do have we do have something to live for now.
0: And she is really funny, man. Like yeah, genuinely is. funny. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, and you remember a couple of weeks ago when I brought up that wiener compartment underwear
0: that popped yeah. up in my feed? Yeah, you sent, a, uh, you sent me a you sent me a link. To a, a product from Wish, and I'm going to have to buy yeah. a couple of those for my great <laughs> okay, sweats. So,
1: so this past week, I'm I'm, I'm scrolling through all the uh, pictures of empty toilet paper aisles and other chaotic panicking posts that pop up all over social media. And what pops up, it's a Wish, the Wish Company. It's a sponsored ad, but it doesn't have a title. It's just a couple of pictures, and I'm like, what in the fuck is this? So if, uh, upon further inspection, it apparently is... This type of insert that you slide into your skivvies and it makes you (laughs) appear to have a bigger dang dang, so kind of like a cup if you will. Yeah, it looks like
0: a cup, but it's got an impression in the front of it of a of a a black man's uh, penis.
1: So you you just you put it over your junk and it it isn't just like an oval shape like he said, it isn't just like an oval shape to just make you appear like you stuffed a sock down there like you got a bigger bulge or something. It actually has a wiener shape.
0: On the yeah. front of
1: it to give the full effect, and it was only yeah. a dollar. Yeah, and uh, and I went in the hole with twenty of them. I mean, so, I'll be goddamned if 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 my phone isn't listening to me. I don't know. I mean, how does it know <laughs> that I needed one of those? If it's not listening to me, how did it know?
0: I just can't wait for him to get here. I've had a, I've got six pairs of gray sweats that I haven't worn once out of out of uh, self for self esteem issues, and I'm ready to break them bad boys out now.
1: Yeah. No shit. I mean, I mean, just imagine when you're wearing uh, your nut huggers after Bible study, I mean, you're going to look like a new man in town.
0: Pair of those pair of that pair of that cup thing with uh, you know, a pair of those briefs that gives you the little pouch. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and you've just, you, you're getting all the eyes. Hey, my eyes are up here, lady. My eyes oh, are yeah. up here. Yeah. No shit. You're, <laughs> there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. <laughs> And that, and, and, you know, if, if there are any girls listening to this and they're thinking, well, that's bullshit, that's misleading. You guys have push up bras, so go fuck yourself.
1: So, exactly. I was just going to say the same thing that when, when you do score and they're going to be awfully disappointed, it's going to be just like all the, the salutes back in the early 2000s that used to wear them push up bras to the bar. And then you get them back to your dorm room and you're like, what the
0: fuck just happened? Not only that, but you also have makeup. Yes. So, this is just that, leveling the playing field. That's all this is.
1: But I'm, I'm going to say this that, the uh the push up bras after I seen what was really under there, it didn't stop me from fornicating them. I no, still did it. No, no. So no, they should and, not. And
0: honestly, if if you're in a situation where you're the mm. the cup is gone, we're already in too deep. Like you're yeah. not going to be able.
1: <laughs> I get what I'm saying is that the the favor should be returned. If it, when you see what's under the the wiener cup, just just go with it, just go with it. That's all. Nikki yeah. Glaser said it's okay. If she said it's okay, then you should say it's okay.
0: Yeah, who Who do you think you are? If, if I mean,
1: unless it's fucking Pamela Anderson who got wallered out by fucking Tommy Lee's fucking skin
0: canoe. I think she also has hep. Yeah.
1: And so anyways, I swear my fucking—I'm I'm, going to have to start hiding my phone when we're talking. Because who knows what the fuck it's going to come up with next week, I swear. Fucking wiener <laughs> compartment underwear, fucking penis cups. I mean, come on. I've, I've already admitted it. Why do you have to keep rubbing it in my face? And I ads. put
0: tape over how parent. I know you're joking, but I, I genuinely am like paranoid about that shit.
1: No shit. I put I put so, tape
0: over the little cameras on all our our electronics. There you go. There you go. So
1: get on the Wish app and take a look. If you don't believe us, I screenshot it and I sent it to Kent. and I'm like, you got to fucking look at this. So it's a real thing. We are not making this shit up. We don't. Yeah, make shipping is this.
0: shipping is uh between seven and t- and fourteen days. So yeah, just plan plan, plan accordingly.
1: Um. So. Speaking of wiener stuff, um, David Spade, he has a fairly recent talk show out, and I finally caught part of an episode of it. It's not bad. If you're a a David Spade fan, go check it out. I think it's called Lights Out. But anyways, there was a mention of a vagina museum on there in London, and I'm like, holy shit, is that a real thing? So, of course, I got to look it up, and it is a real thing. There is a giant hole museum in London. So I'm like looking at the pictures of the inside. And it's like all these different birth canal sculptures on the wall. And for some reason, looking at these, I was reminded of one of the greatest films of all time. And that is super bad. And Jonah Hill's character has a line when they're talking about porn. And he says, besides, have you ever seen a vagina by
0: itself? Not for me. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> not for me.
1: <laughs> and if you look at the sculptures that they have at the museum, not, not for me. They're kind of fucking weird.
0: I'm uh, looking at it now. Let me, let me pull it up here. Yeah. Let's see here. Holy fucking shit.
1: Isn't that fucking like, who wants to go in there and look at that?
0: Why did they just go with the busted ones? I mean, these are all Pamela. uh, Yeah. Pamela Anderson. My God. I mean, holy shit. Not all of them. look like gross beef.
1: Me being the prevert that I am, I'm like, I wonder if there's a penis museum. So sure enough. There is one in Iceland. There is a real wiener museum, they have over <laughs> they have over two hundred and eighty specimens of wiener there. And you know how we value education here at Camp Blood Radio. So if you happen to be in Iceland, go check out the wiener's.
0: All right, I'm gonna hold on. I gotta I gotta Google this too. Give me just yeah. A they, they have a whale's wiener in there. It's like six six foot or something. And <clears your throat> that's picture. actually Tommy Lee's. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> what I meant. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Oh they wow. Actually, look at they actually this.
1: have his his on display.
0: Look at this. This is something else. And what this reminds me of, actually, I'll give you something to look up, Nathan. There is okay. a woman named Cynthia Plastercaster. Okay. And uh she was uh she made her her mark on the on the rock world uh in the 70s, 60s, 70s, and 80s uh, by, by, uh, making plaster castings of, of famous rock musicians, uh, ding-dongs. Oh, really? So these, okay. Yeah. And they she's got like Jimi Hendrix's and it's just really interesting seeing the ding-dongs of all these famous rock stars that she's made molds of, uh, oh, wow. so you can look that yeah. up and, and see who was packing and who wasn't really interesting. Oh, Cynthia, she, okay. So she, oh, okay. I found her 72 years young. She's so got Jimi Hendrix in there and he had a a hog on him did he
1: she's it says she's a recovering groupie so she probably fucking fornicated all of them
0: oh yeah she did she absolutely did oh yeah
1: yeah up here it is the groupie who made molds of famous penises <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious she's <laughs> in the picture she like is holding one on top of her head
0: <laughs> yeah and she has all kinds of rock stars man like this woman really was doing a lot for history oh yeah yeah um I mean,
1: yeah, that's very interesting to see. That's a lot of plaster ding dongs. Yeah,
0: holy and then shit. when you start, you start, you know, seeing who's who's who belonged to who. Uh, it's just really interesting, fascinating stuff.
1: Right, right. I don't know yes. who
0: Eddie Brigati is. Do you know who singer for the Young Rascals? No. Looking at one here, Eddie Brigati, whoever that was, he had a he had a nice schlong on him.
1: <laughs> oh, I will have to. I will look at that later. I'm going to bookmark that because holy shit, that's interesting. yeah it's worth looking into yeah all fair enough let me let me get that make a note of that there so yeah so um speaking of free time and stuff i i wanted to chime in since we're in this pandemic this uh this it's like the fucking walking dead out there i guess is the easiest way everybody's scavenging if you want to call it that so i hadn't watched the walking dead up until like the middle of season seven or uh the end of season seven or somewhere around there is when i stopped watching it because i thought negan was a dildo
0: i love negan
1: yeah I just not wasn't a fan. he just kind of kind of was it for me. so I thought, you know what well it seems like the appropriate time to start watching it again. so uh, spoilers, but um, if you, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead you've probably seen it already anyway. Um, so now I'm in season eight at the I just finished season eight, and then I just want to say that they they fucking completely dropped the ball with Carl the way that they killed him off the how fucking what it was just a bunch of bunch of nonsense
0: see we I stopped mean, really. watching it after after negan like ended uh glenn and uh and uh abraham so uh we we watched well no that's not true i think we watched the season after that but after that i loved abraham me and my wife both did and after abraham was gone we just kind of lost interest yeah yeah,
1: I I forget where it was when I uh, stopped, but I uh <clears throat> I just want to say that uh I thought they really bitched out with the Carl death. I mean, really he just got bit in the barely bit in the side by a walker and now he's gone. Like it and was he just like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just thought it was really fucking lame. Like that's it. That's all you're going to do. Now I haven't made it to where Rick where Rick is over with, whatever happens with him. And I don't know what happens, so if you know, don't tell me. I don't so, know. Yeah. So I'm like season two or I mean episode two on season eight I think is where I just um left off at so
0: I know that uh I believe they leave his like quote unquote death like uh kind of vague so you're not certain like you never see his body or anything however it happens so they like kind of left it open I think in case Andrew Lincoln uh wanted to come back to the show
1: yeah I um I read a couple things about it non-spoiler stuff and you're right um but I just what a whack-ass way to get rid of Carl. I mean, just fucking ridiculous. They could have done way better than that. And then I just seen today, actually, <clears throat> I don't know when the article was published, but apparently the lowest ratings ever are going on right now in season 10. So, oh, yeah, nobody's watching that show anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure probably season 9 will reveal kind of, there's probably got to be a uh, a drop-off somewhere that caused it, and I'm I'm going to be coming up on that probably... Probably tomorrow, because I probably won't do much else tomorrow, but watch uh, the rest of season eight or into season nine. So we shall see. But since we're in the pandemic and that's pretty much the way that the the stores are right now, being looted like The Walking Dead. So it seemed like the appropriate time to uh, chime in about the uh, weakness of the Carl situation. So nice job with that, AMC.
0: Yeah, this just isn't the apocalypse that I signed up for. No, Uh, no this is a lot more boring than I, than I, than I, you know, have prepared myself for, for 33 years. Uh, right. I, I thought that people were going to be crawling out of the ground and we were going to be like, there was going to be pillaging and looting and, and chaos. And it was going to be
1: like the destruction of Vietnam
0: um, grass huts. Exactly. Yeah. Just all the time. And, and we would get to wear like road war uh, like uh, Mad Max clothing and uh, I was going to ride on the front of an F-150 and play a flame shooting guitar. And, it was, but it's really just a bunch of uh, overweight people whining about the lack of shows on Netflix in their houses. Yeah. That, that's the apocalypse. And
1: I, I would picture you more as like the guy who had uh, like an ear necklace that he'd cut off people's ears. And oh,
0: yeah. yeah. That's me for yeah. sure. And I made a post about this on Facebook. Anytime I've ever seen like in a movie and you may feel the same way, Nathan, uh, where where somebody has to make a there's like a moral dilemma where they have to resort to cannibalism. Um, yeah. I'm always thinking in my head like that is not a dilemma for me. I'll eat somebody, no questions asked. I don't I don't even think I would have a hard time with it. I'm gonna resort to cannibalism. Uh, I, I intend on doing that re- relatively early in, into this apocalypse. Uh, do you ever fi- do you feel like that? Like I don't know if you've ever listened to the story of um the Dahmer, the donner party. No. So the Donner Party was in the eighteen hundreds, they were trying to make it to California from the East Coast and they got stranded up in the mountains and uh uh I can't remember where I think it was in Colorado and they ended up having to eat each other and like the big the big point of that story is having to resort to cannibalism and how, how tough that is to eat eat another person. And I just don't feel I don't feel like it would be that much of a, a moral dilemma, do you? I've never really thought about it, but <clears throat> I guess I'd cross that that bridge when it got there. I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it'd be a lot tougher than I think it is, but I've really thought, I've thought a lot on this and I just, I don't get it.
1: Well, maybe I'll weigh, maybe I'll weigh in on that while I watch the rest of the walking dead. And we'll talk about that next week.
0: Meat is meat. Meat is meat. True.
1: But we shall see. I'll, I'll, I'll weigh in on that one a little bit. So also this past week, uh, St. Patrick's day was shut down for the partiers out there which is fine because at this point i hate fucking saint patrick's day it's the most ridiculous day of the year as far as i'm concerned um but i will admit that i have spent numerous saint patrick's day uh saint patrick's days i should say especially in the early 2000s throughout the 2000s probably ending probably the last one i was at you know being a being a dickhead at was probably 10 years ago but um but i'll admit that i uh I pretended to be Irish uh, several times and wore a green shirt and day drank all day and uh, literally out all day drinking and then all out, still out all night until the bars close at 4 a.m. drinking like a, uh, a frat boy and loving every second of it, I admit it. So at least until the next day when I wake up at 3 p.m. with one sock on, no pants, <clears throat> my uh, t-shirt, uh, only one arm in my t-shirt and feeling like I have, I had 17 hangovers all at once. And a green crown. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, covered in cigarette burns and fucking ashes and fucking whatever barbecue sauce from the burger you had at 5 a.m. on the way home. Um, you
0: know very well,
1: I'm sure. So,
0: oh, yeah. Uh, I, and, and Mullins, my last name is Mullins. Uh, I was originally Mullin, which is 100% an Irish name. I also got shit faced in Ireland once with a bunch of Irish guys, friendliest group of people on earth. Ireland, Ireland is a is a fucking beautiful place, and uh, I, I'm also guilty of of dressing in all green and, and going out and celebrating a holiday that, even though I am Irish, uh, if you if you trace my lineage, uh, really has nothing to do with me. Yeah.
1: Well, I figure in reality a, Sa- a Saint Patrick's Day bender was actually just like a regular Friday or Saturday night for me when I was in my
0: prime, except I just wasn't wearing green. Yeah, you just you just do it in all green. Yeah. Right. I mean. <laughs>
1: I would do the exact same thing on a Friday or Saturday and except it just wasn't March 17th. So now that I'm older, I just kind of despise all of it. But I've always thought that it was ridiculous because I don't even know if I have a lick of Irish blood in me, to be honest with you. I have no idea. My last Parker. name is an English. It's, an, it's a it's a purely English last name, but that doesn't mean I don't have Irish in me. But it, I always just thought it was ridiculous because it's like everybody acts like they're Irish and all these people wearing green and they really have no no real idea what they're even celebrating to begin with. And, I always and figured even...
0: your last name was German because of your views on white supremacy.
1: Oh, well, I mean, that, that could be too. Just because of one little incident at a convention that was a joke, now I'm all of a sudden German. Uh, shame on you, Kenton. Shame on Nathan you. Nathan
0: is not a white supremacist. White That's supremacist. I, was, I was joking. No, I, was I,
1: joking. I, I am not, no. <laughs> a little inside joke that went too far at a convention a few years ago in front of a massive amount of people. People got their almost, panties in a bunch. Almost incited a riot. So <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we can't tell that story right now though. But No, no. Yeah. So no, I've just always thought it was just kind of ridiculous in that aspect. So it's just kind of like, really, it's just an excuse. And you don't even need an excuse to go out and party your ass off. That, that's all it is. So,
0: no, that's, that, yeah, it's, it's like a uh, memorial, you know, it's just another reason to go out and black out. But that's yeah. all that's
1: all it is. Like I said, normal Friday or Saturday night under most circumstances. If you're there is party.
0: something that feels good about everybody in green, though, and and the Irish like kind of pub feel. Uh, I do enjoy it more than most of the other reasons that people have to go out and get shit faced.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, of course, thanks to the coronavirus, virus, all the festivities were shut down and all that good stuff. So,
0: yeah, go least- fuck yourself, Connie virus.
1: Yeah. At least in most states, I don't know about everywhere, but everything in my neck of the woods and anything within five hundred miles of me was fucking Negan shut that shit down. I mean, the coronavirus,
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah i I don't so. know, man. I think I think but I think we're just getting started. I think it's about to get a lot worse.
1: We shall see. It will. Fortunately, get into- we
0: can keep making podcasts because that's something we can do from the comfort of our homes.
1: <laughs> we might just have to start doing one a day now.
0: Yeah, we've got nothing else to do.
1: Just to entertain all you people who are, who are uh, who got the Chinese clap and can't go out in public.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I do have a really good uh, Saint Patrick's Day story that I I don't I don't think I should I don't think I should tell that one right now. Maybe I'll tell that one another day. Tomorrow. So, well, yeah, that could be. That could be. It uh yeah. It's a pretty good one actually. But uh well, hit it. Well, I don't know if I should. I th- it's a little it's a little um it's a little graphic. Hit not it. really grat. not really graphic, but yeah. It has it just has to do with, you know, with the normal flandering and early early two thousands, uh typical lifestyle.
0: You got a blowjob and a porta shitter, didn't you?
1: Oh no, I wouldn't do that. well oh. if I did I'd be immune to the uh the the katana virus. What if you gave one in a port of shitter? Nope. Nope. I haven't done that either.
0: Oh. I well, now uh, I'm asking if that makes you immune. Oh, I mean it could. Well oh, I mean, I'm going out tomorrow then.
1: Well I mean if you I think me falling <laughs> in shit ravine makes me immune immediately and you falling in third world uh dookie uh dookie swamps, it is the same thing.
0: Oh yeah. And you know they shoot us so full of shit before the, before you deploy. Like you get like fifty shots. You don't even know what you're getting vaccinations for. I'm pretty sure that 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 you could drop a, a, a little droplet of my blood straight onto a beaker of HIV and it would and it would melt through and, and land on the floor and kill all the HIV. So yeah. uh, I'm not super concerned about it.
1: I'm I'm really not either. I mean, <clears throat> I don't I don't get sick very often. I've been exposed to a lot of foul conditions for a lot of years, and I, I just I haven't even had a common cold in years. So I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm feeling I'm walking tall. This Which you know,
0: me and you and and ninety nine percent of the people that listen to this podcast aren't aren't in the danger zone for oh. uh, for even if you get it, you know you probably wouldn't even have to go to the hospital. It's it's the elderly and the very very young, and those that have uh defective uh immune systems and and lung problems.
1: Well, you figure even Kevin Durant has it, and he said he feels no symptoms.
0: Yeah, Tom Hanks got over it, and he's like, what is he a hundred and seven? Oh, 107? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean,
1: I'm not, I understand that it's an alarming situation. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that it isn't.
0: I just feel no fear when I leave the house. No, it's not the virus that, that I think is, is going to be an issue. It's the panic.
1: I would be, I'm more concerned of being stabbed at Dollar General.
0: At yeah. This life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get a, a, a roll of toilet paper.
1: Well, I mean, just having the guy robbing the place with a knife.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, oh, you're just in general before the virus even.
1: Yeah, I mean you oh, okay. know, my dollar generals were getting robbed with ni- at knife points. So I mean I'm I'm more in fear of getting stabbed by the crazy guy in the parking lot that's gonna rob me rather than getting um the uh, coronavirus virus or whatever it is. <clears throat>
0: <Yeah. laughs>
1: trying it's to been get seven
0: uh, different things <laughs> in the past hour.
1: <laughs> well, I'm not trying to scavenge for teepee. I mean, holy shit. What is this world coming to? no i had i had exciting times well i don't even know yeah that but more yes and no because it's just stuff's getting to the point of being a nuisance so
0: you know i just i i thought that we were going to get to get to a point where if i needed if i needed say uh a, a box of tylenol I would get to go down to like Dollar General or Walmart and kick open the door and just open carry a, an AR-15 or an M4 and and there would be like stuff everywhere and you would have to clear the aisles and then you would and the lights would be out in there and you'd have to have a tack lot and you'd take your box and then you would just jump through the broken glass of the door You've already done that before it's called
1: afghanistan
0: yeah yeah but i thought i was gonna get to do it in a first world country like that's what i thought the apocalypse was gonna be like this is not like i said already this is not what i had envisioned the apocalypse being in my head and it's very disappointing very and maybe we're just getting started maybe we haven't got to the to the third act yet of this movie uh but i don't know we'll see yeah
1: so i will tell a couple saint patrick's day stories if you want to hear them yeah hit us with one (laughs) They're early two thousands. So you're going to love them. Cause I mean, okay. I'm, you're in your the prime, it's prime living time. <clears throat> so anyways, in the, uh, the discord, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, the few of us that are in there, um, and the shenanigans, but, um, uh, I had posted a picture uh, and I was wearing a green and white Jersey, um, uh, earlier this week. Yeah. So, and I know Russ is listening. Shout out to, to Russ Hewitt. And, uh, So I want to tell Russ a little bit about some background about this picture. So this, it just goes to show how big of, you know, when you say you're a dickhead in your younger days, this is like a prime example of, of me, if you knew me back then. And it was on a St. Patrick's day and, uh, I didn't tell Russ the whole story, but I'm wearing a white and green high school football Jersey. It was my uncle's Jersey. He's a little bit, yes, a little bit less than a year older than me. So he was class 99, I was class 2000, but we went to different uh, high schools. And a lot of people from the town that he lived in went to my college. And uh, I always just thought it was funny to like wear his high school football jersey. So anyways, it's St. Patrick's Day and I'm at my favorite liquor store. And uh, I I knew people that worked there. I, I was there all the time. And I have this picture and I, I kind of remember the day vaguely. But anyways, it's a picture of me. I'm standing on top of the, the, the register, the cash register counter. I'm drinking a beer and smoking
0: a cigarette. <laughs> Goddamn, the, the early and, 2000s were awesome.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm inside the store. You can clearly see that I am in a liquor store. There is liquor. There's no doubt that I am in the liquor store, literally standing on top of the cash register, the middle of the counter, smoking a cigarette with a drink in my hand.
0: Yeah, just like, before.
1: No, no smoking inside shit. was illegal. Well, I mean, who who goes into the liquor store? Even if I was sitting down, how many yeah. times have you walked into a liquor store and seen someone drinking a beer and smoking a cigarette just standing there? Have you ever seen that? That's that's awesome. That is fucking awesome
0: is what that is. That's just,
1: that's, that's how I, this picture sums up the early 2000s for me. The one picture does.
0: Never going to be another time like that.
1: No, no. So <clears throat> we were day drinking and I'm at the liquor store. And then, so later on in the night, We end up, uh, I end up going out to the bar again and we're at, this is college town in in early two thousands and population of the, uh, or the enrollment of the college was like 15, 15, 15,000 and some change. It was listed as one of the number one party schools in the country. So, you know, shit's white folks are getting crunk. Oh yeah. On this campus that day. So we're at the busiest bar upstairs. And I mean, little John, you know, the whole shebang,
0: I can hear get low playing right now.
1: I mean, it's, it's, it, it's white folks getting crunk. Just that's the easiest description, early 2000s. I mean, yeah. so the, the lights are low, the drinks are flowing. And there was this girl that was in one of my classes and she, I sat like in the very back and every, whenever she walked in, it's like parting the Red Sea. Like everybody stared at her. It's like the hottest, one of the hottest girls, you know, like walk. Like Nikki Glazer. Yeah. Oh no, way better. Way better. What? Yeah, way better. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just a, just a very, very nice looking young lady. And I would see her out at the bars every now and again. And then, um, every day that when she walked into class, cause she sat just a few rows directly in front of me, she would always kind of give me the, this look right before she sat down. And then when I'd see her at the bar, I'd be like, she'd give me that same look. And it's like, I don't know if she uh, thinks I'm a creep or if she wants
0: me to come over and talk to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sometimes. well, I mean, I always know what that means for me. It's the first one, exactly. But, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought, especially with my um the the center of my head blonde and the sides dark. So, oh yeah, I
0: definitely thought you were a serial killer, or a exactly. school shooter. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, anyways, in front of all, my whole group of friends, drinking our green beer because I'm drinking it out of the pitcher, green draft beer. I, we don't use a cup; we just drink the pitcher. That's right. why. I, I mean, I don't know about you. I just use the picture as my cup. Yeah. (laughs) She comes right over and she's wearing this super short fucking skirt, all slutted out like St. Patrick's Day sluts do, you know, had the some little shirt that they fucking took acrylic paint probably and wrote shit on it from whatever sorority she was in.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful time of the year.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you got to have the cleavage out and all the beads and stuff. And she comes right over to me. I shit you not. Beelines right over to me. And my buddy's like, I think she's coming to talk to you. I'm like, no, she's going to like do a roundup. It's going to be like a roundabout in traffic. She's just going to go around us and go to the bathroom or something. Nope. She comes right up to me, taps me on the shoulder and she's real short. So I got to lean down and she like motions, you know, with the, the come here with the fingering, like fingering me to come here, you know? Yeah. So I kind of bend down and she's like, what are you doing when you leave here? Now, mind you, I've never had a conversation with this person in my entire life. This is how lovely it was to be alive in the early 2000s. She said, what are you doing when you leave here? And I pointed to my buddy and I said, we're going back to his apartment and have After Ops there. After Ops.
0: Gotta uh, play Halo 3.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't remember, probably. And she's like, can I go with you? And I said, why, you certainly can.
0: So Do you like goes, Halo 3 too?
1: Do you like Halo 3? <laughs> <laughs> I never even had an Xbox. <laughs> so anyways, she just turns around and she just skedaddles and goes back to her group of friends and couple hours goes by they turn the lights on and i'm like well when they turn the lights on she's definitely not going to want to leave with me nope she comes right back over and she's like let's go and i'm like yes so she we uh my buddy was driving a cutlass sierra four-door at the time like a total grandpa mobile. you guys work crunk oh yeah like uh it was tan with the the uh the plush seats like it was his dad's car you know like a 19 1997 cutlass sierra
0: yeah so, 200 spoke rims on it
1: oh yeah the the wire hubcaps oh yeah. yeah so anyways there was at least 11 of us in there and of course she had to she had to like sit on my lap as 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 you typically would ride home from the bar drunk at four o'clock in the morning you know like everybody yeah. else no fucks given so we get back to the uh to his apartment on the other side of town and i smoked cigarettes at the time and she did too and she's like damn i'm out of cigarettes and there was a gas station literally like two blocks away and we're at the edge of town so you can drive up there and not and you're probably not going to get pulled over you know what i mean
0: yeah it's
1: pretty safe and uh, she's uh she as we're walking to the apartment she's like wow whose car is that she's like do you know whose whose car that is and it was mine and i had a 1993 cobra all tinted out had the the cowl had ram air mach 3 hood on it and nice looking car only had about 55,000 miles on it it was you know nine years old at the time
0: Oh yeah, you're in there like swimwear at this point.
1: Yeah, and she's like, "Really?" And I go, "Yep." And I dangled the keys, and I, and I said, "You need cigarettes?" She's like, "Yep." I said, "So do I." I said, "Let's go up to the gas station." So she hops in the car, and what is in the what is in the fucking CD player? I remember I remember this very well. Was Yin Yang? Not oh, Yang Twins? Oh, okay. Just on full blast. So I had pulled in the parking lot. I had a couple tens in the back. It was on full blast, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" You know, fucking bass ringing your fucking eardrums so I hurry, <clears throat> hurry up and turn it down we drive up to the gas station i go to pull back in the apartment uh complex and she's like how about taking me for a real ride and i'm like what she goes you know what i mean and i'm like okay so i just drive right back out of the parking lot um and i go the opposite way and we drive you know out of out of town a little bit like a half mile and i just do a burnout no big deal which that's you're in there like swimwear at that oh point. yeah had had two chamber Flowmaster mufflers on it, an H straight H pipe. It had some stuff done to it, so it had pretty good tone to it. So I pulled it back into the parking lot, and I shut my lights off. And my buddy's apartment's up on the second floor. It's a two story unit, and I'm looking, and all the everybody that's up there partying is looking out the window, um, looking out the window down through the windshield of my car, right? Yeah. And then what does she do? Climbs right over the console, and
0: you know what? and the rest is history my friend. You didn't have Halo 3 in there though, did you? Didn't have Halo 3. Oh, so it wasn't it. playing. You weren't playing Halo 3. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know what she was doing. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, it it ended up it ended up in the back seat is what happened. Okay, and that's a very small back seat.
1: Very, yes, and this is luckily a very small individual cuz I take up a lot of space back there. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so and then um I never talked to her again after that night ever. So and there wasn't a whole lot of conversation that night either, but every now and again, the, it just goes to show that the, the girl that you creepily stare at when you're in college, you might
0: in score. And the in the early two thousands that worked,
1: but I'm, but doesn't that sound like an early 2000 story?
0: Oh, it is. Yeah. That that doesn't happen these days. I don't think, no. I don't, I no. don't think.
1: Well, first of all, college enrollment's way down.
0: Yeah. You, well, you gotta, you've also got a, in order to, to to get there, and in college now, you gotta you gotta be a feminist, a male feminist. Right, right. So,
1: I mean, and this was in those days where we talked about distracted driving, where you you know had your t tops off, you were driving a five or a six speed, smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer, listening to Ying Yang Twins all the way up with your twelve inch subs in the back, like no fucks given. You could literally like do whatever you wanted to do. <clears throat> what a time to be alive! The moral of the story is is there is hope. There is hope because we have Nikki Glaser who says that it's okay that you can be um, not very equipped and it's okay. You have you, – you can, you can hook up with the girl that you creepily stare at in college, and, and it just happens like that unexpectedly. Even, even though there's no real good reason why she chose, she targeted you that night, there was three 400 other people in there that she easily probably could have picked any of them like she was that attractive.
0: But you know like, that was the best part of of being that age during those years and and uh, going out. You just you never knew what was going to happen. You that's never exactly knew. right. That is that, that, that was is
1: the 110%. fun. percent. That's what I tell people. Is back then you never knew what the fuck was going to happen when you left the house. Yeah, because we you didn't, didn't. Cell phones weren't like then, like they weren't not, well, like they are now. No, I mean I I had a cell phone at that time, but I didn't hardly use it. We didn't text. Yeah talk on the phone that much because packages were limited you had limited minutes so you never the only time you called was be like hey you home i'm on my way over you know kind of a thing
0: you had 50 bucks in your pocket and your best clothes and you and the not as young and so were you and and it was going to take you where it was going to take you
1: oh yeah absolutely and that's ladies and gentlemen that is why you have so many awkward doctor visits yeah yeah Yeah. even know what (laughs) his name is or how clapped up they are, and you just went uh, one round with them in the backseat of your car, and then you went up and had another round with them in your buddy's apartment in the spare bedroom. And then and it you ends up thinking, being
0: a tranny named Dale. I, I've, I haven't then, forgotten you, Dale.
1: And then three days later, you're you're peeing fire. Yeah. That's what yeah. the early 2000s,
0: that's, that's what happened. And Especially I wonder, at, I can't help but wonder how many, how many unfortunate young ladies woke up and they were peeing fire because of me. Exactly, And, uh, and that, that was part of the early 2000s, you know, th- that gift of, of, of surprise and wonder. Just, it was
1: like a pandemic. <laughs> it was everywhere <laughs> because everybody had something everywhere yeah. all over the college
0: campus. It was just a beautiful and, time.
1: And you might as well not even go get uh, the antibiotics because you're going to have it again next week. Yeah, just save them. <laughs> so, When you say awkward doctor visits, it's like three times a month.
0: I like used really? to just hand them out in the morning. I'd be like, you're going to need this. Um. <laughs> I
1: think you should have just taken antibiotics for four years straight. And then nobody would have had it. You know what I mean? It just, it was just a constant battle. Um, but Hey, I don't know. I wasn't a doctor, so it is what it is. And I have another really good St. Patrick's story, uh, but I'm not going to tell that one right now, maybe next week. So okay. that's enough fun for today, but keep, keep, uh, keep walking tall people that's just what I'll tell you because there is some hope out there but just not as, yeah, but just not in the abundance that it was in the early 2000s it was like i didn't i wasn't around when the hippies were in free love and all that shit in 1969 but i can tell you that 2002 was like that but just people dressed well i shouldn't say they dressed better because we looked like a bunch of idiots now that i think about it but we had we had uh, we had fuel injected cars so we got better gas mileage during that and time and we How were listening
0: that? to you know yin yang twins instead of creedence clearwater revival Folks were getting cronk.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So there's, I'm gonna equate it to kind of like the the free love of the hippies, but just um just better. So, but I, one thing I do enjoy about the early 2000s girls is they made it real easy back then because they had every they all had tramp stamps on their backs and it was basically oh
0: a, yeah yeah basically just a fucking bullseye.
1: So thank you for all those ladies that had those. Which in the dark, I guess it really didn't matter anyway. But still, you know what I mean. You, and you two cops. Yeah. Tube tops and tramp stamps and the low rise jeans. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Looking back at pictures now, I'm just like, what the fuck was wrong with the girls too? They kind of look ridiculous just like the guys did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were, we all looked retarded and, and we're, and we're just having a blast.
1: I have a picture of me. I shit you not. I'm going to, I'm going to post some of these pictures. I found a picture where I'm in a frat house at, at Western Illinois university. I, I'm sitting there smoking a cigarette with, I don't even know who the people are in the picture, but I'm looking at my finger, the edge of the like the first knuckle of my, uh, my pointer finger and my middle finger is completely brown
0: from nicotine from smoking so many cigarettes. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I thought that was the thing that happened with marijuana.
1: I was just like, I think, it, but I look in a lot of pictures of me from the early 2000s and, I have nicotine fingers.
0: Are you smoking lucky strikes? What the, I mean, I smoked too, but I never had nicotine fingers.
1: Yeah. I'm telling you, it was a real thing. It was a real thing. So, <laughs> man, we can, I can tell some real, I got a lot of stories that are just like that. And let like I said, that's why, uh, we ain't playing around. We talk about having to, to go, uh, go, uh, sit on the cold, uh the cold bench at the doctor's office.
0: Yeah. I'll share one next week. <laughs> I'll share one next week.
1: There you, there you go. So. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, no St. Patrick's Day stories for this year, though. So, anyways, uh, we'll move. We'll move on. Just another current event that I got to touch on is Tom Brady is no longer a Patriot, and the reason why I mention this is because it relates to me personally, and it, and it's been big talk. Now, I fucking hate the Patriots. I do. I I, I could really give a shit less that he's gone, and he's going to be 43 this season. I'll give him his props that he's still playing at a at a somewhat decent level, especially at that age. But he's at this point, he's a mid-level quarterback at best. But he signed with one of my favorite teams, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. God damn it! I was just fucking livid because I don't. When you do, when you hate Tom Brady, I don't give a shit. I don't want him on my team. Now, if you're diehard, you're diehard, right? Ride or die.
0: I I, I I can't contribute to this conversation at all because I don't watch football. But uh, yes, the yeah, yeah, everything that you said, I'm just gonna agree with. I've
1: hated Tom Brady for over 20 years, and now he's going to be leading my troops down the field, and I don't. And it really pisses me off.
0: It, so <laughs>
1: I just had to vent for a second on that. I feel better now.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good.
1: For country music folks out there, RIP to Kenny Rogers. At the, oh,
0: yeah, at, he kicked the bucket, didn't he?
1: He did. 81 years old, and you know what? I guess it was just his time to fold him. See what I did there?
0: Yeah, you got to know when to hold him, and you got to know when to fold him. I mean,
1: not no disrespect, but you see what I did there.
0: Yeah, and and Kenny saw this coronavirus shit popping off. He said, "It's time to walk away. It's time yeah. to run. I'm out of here, bitches.
1: <laughs> I'm tired of seeing your your empty toilet paper uh, pictures on Facebook. I'm just checking out.
0: Uh, that's that's really a shame. Uh, the gambler. That was the name of that song, right? I don't know. Gambler? I think it was The Gambler. Fucking what a great song. And and uh that's honestly the only song of his that I can think of. I, I was
1: looking at pictures of him um at some of the online articles that click on him and they'd have pictures of him various things over the years and he had quite the uh he had quite the flowing locks back in the seventies and eighties and oh the, yeah, dude. The manly beard to go along with it.
0: I bet he was I bet he was quite the ladies' man back then. I'm just trying to uh see I'm looking out Okay, I'm looking at all his like his big hits, and I don't really know any of them aside from the Gambler and Coward of the County. Yeah,
1: I just know the Foldham song. I can't name anything else, and I think he had some fried chicken joints, didn't he, or restaurants or something? Did he? I I think so. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, RIP to uh, Mr. Kenny Rogers, but. Yeah, looking at those pictures, man, I think he he probably he probably laid some pecker tracks in the '70s and '80s. He, oh, he looked like he could it. have been he could have been a uh, a flannel shirt
0: model. You know he it. Have, he was probably right up there with Burt Reynolds.
1: I was gonna say I bet he could have he could have been a spokesman for Dixon Flannel.
0: Oh, let me see. young Kenny, like nineteen
1: seventy nine, Kenny Rogers.
0: Let's see here. Oh, and, fucking look at this man! Just a majestic son of a bitch, ain't he? God damn, what a beautiful a, man. Yeah. It looks like uh, almost like Val Kilmer. Yeah, that, that's our Kurt, Kurt Russell it's, in the thing.
1: Wonderful beard, too. I had a hell of a beard on him.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was Sorry. definitely spreading the love and the oh, form yeah. of venereal disease in the 70s for sure. Fucking right. Him and Burt Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Wow. All
1: right, so <clears throat> moving on, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some Friday the 13th business. We do like to focus on Friday around here. Maybe not maybe not the whole show, but we're going to talk a little bit about some Friday stuff for you, a little little Friday chatter. And it looks like we're getting another 12-film collection, uh, a box set. So apparently Vinny Guastafaro, a.k.a. Deputy Rick from Part 6, made a comment about him and Tom Matthews and CJ. And they just did some commentary, um, some commentary for it. So there was, and I don't own the box set from a few years ago, but I'm pretty sure there's no commentary or any extra features like that for any of the films. Um, but as most of, you know, the last box set, it was limited. It sold out really fast. And, um, of course it's very expensive now if you find it for sale because of the price gougers out there. And like I said, I never bought it, but, uh, like I said, Vinny made a post and I also seen a couple other articles mentioning it. And they also referenced the comment, I guess Vinny joined a group of some sorts and they welcomed him to it. And he commented about them just uh, finishing up the commentary. I guess they piped CJ Graham in remotely, but it was him and Tom Matthews together from what I'm understanding. So I imagine we'll have that dropping later this year. Uh, Excuse me, but uh, sometime before the year's out. And I, uh, I'm not gonna buy it because I don't give a shit about that kind of stuff i would end I would probably end up taking some of them out anyway, and I'm probably putting them in your Kentucky trap shooting machine
0: yeah so. like uh like x and nine and eight uh no not gotta you, go you, eight. you can give me eight. I'll take eight all day uh, I'd shoot one before I shot eight. oh
1: you filthy you filthy talker. <laughs> You go wash your mouth out with soap right now, boy.
0: That being said, I won't be purchasing this this either. Uh, it would be cool to hear CJ. Uh, you know, I'm all for. I'll support anything CJ Graham uh, has anything to do with. But uh, for the price tag that is inevitably going to be on this thing, um, I would I would like to hear the the commentary from CJ. Uh, but I'm sure it'll be available online eventually. So, oh yeah, I'm sure. And like I said, I didn't buy the last one,
1: and I'm not going to buy this one. And here's why. I I don't collect everything that's Friday the Thirteenth. I don't. No, collect uh, The Funko Pops or a lot of the toys. I don't fucking deal with any of those. And I don't go buy the steel books every time they release one. When there's a another anniversary in five years or whatever, it, it's just money grabs is all it is. I yeah. own all of them individually, and not to mention that um, through the streaming devices, uh, streaming apps nowadays, you can just watch them with the click of a button.
0: Well so, I do understand I, I like having a physical copy like uh because you know the internet goes down in another you know i don't know three weeks to a month when the when the lights go out and uh and we're all relying on generators and the internet is no longer a thing uh digital copies are going to be useless so i I do like having a physical copy that I can hold in my hand that's I do collect that but I don't understand buying multiple box sets and of no. and having five copies of the same fucking movie it makes no sense to me
1: No. And that's the thing. If I've already bought it once and I own it every time, like I said, there's an anniversary edition, there's a steel book for this, there's a steel book for that, uh, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the list goes on. I'm just buying the exact same one. So why do I want to have stacks upon stacks of the exact same film? To me, it just doesn't make any sense.
0: Now, if you're just getting into Friday the 13th, you don't own any of them. Yeah. I can understand, you know, buying this, this set that I think that'd be a good idea. You know, you got them all in one nice little bundle there uh that'd be cool but yeah for somebody that already has them all I don't I just don't I don't get it it doesn't make sense to me
1: if you only owned a couple of them and you wanted the rest of them yeah go ahead and buy it maybe you can save a few bucks that way but otherwise the fans like me like I said I am a mega fan but I don't collect everything just because it says Friday the 13th on it or has Jason on it so I have no interest in it but I figured it was something for uh, the listeners that might not be aware of it because it, it was pretty recent information so Um, I guess uh, later this year Um, I haven't seen a release date, but I was, I was just told sometime uh, before the year's out. So uh, we shall see. So um, with that in mind, anything you want to throw out there before we wrap this up?
0: No, man, I think that, I think that does it, Uh, you know, stock up on toilet paper and five, five, six and, and uh, get ready for the, for the end of times and and listen to the podcast.
1: And, uh, Uh Stop hoarding shit, people. I mean, our president, because he is still your president, by the way, Mr. Donald J. Trump has said to stop hoarding shit. So don't be one of those people. They're not going to close the grocery stores down. You're going to be able to go. Yeah, they might have shit picked over, but don't add to the fucking problem. Just take what you need. I mean, holy shit. It's getting ridiculous out there. Don't make it any worse. So also check out Brent Terhune, brentcomedy.com. Check out his coronavirus videos. They're fucking hilarious. And uh, go buy a shirt, Slasher.Graphics, James Amaral, a.k.a. James Rodney out there, uh, doing things with the t-shirts. Also, uh, I don't think I gave a shout out to, um, oh, I have a couple other shout outs that I forgot to because we're, we're clowns, and we like to talk about the early 2000s for so long. But um, shout out to the Blairstown Museum for staying open on Friday the 13th. And by the looks of the photos shared by curator Jeanette Ayurado, it looks like everyone had a great time there. Shout out to Brian Emanheiser again, and uh, as, as aka South Jersey Jason, for those of you who are familiar with Brian, um, he got to meet up with uh, one of our listeners at Horror Daddy 85. I don't know what his name is in real life, but uh, they posted a picture, or Brian posted a picture of um of him wearing of at horror daddy 85 wearing his camp blood radio show hoodie um and they are standing in front of the friday the 13th museum in blairstown which is pretty cool i will post uh, a picture of that later and also shout out to dominique perez uh, at princess domo 666 for rocking a show shirt and looking fabulous i posted that on the show page too a few days ago with her looking fire with that red makeup really made really made it pop Uh, with the shirt colors and she also sent me a couple other pictures of her wearing it and I'll post those at a later time for your enjoyment so uh, shout outs to those as well and uh, unless you got something else to add we're going to wrap it up let's wrap it all right that wraps up another episode of Camp Blood Radio please rate and review wherever you listen to the show at Uh, also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Camp Blood Radio please leave us any reviews we would appreciate it suggestions feel free to drop us a line unless mark taffner go fuck
0: yourself mark